We're going to mix things up a little bit in today's podcast. And I'm actually reviewing my book. Now, this is a little secret that most people don't know, but it took me, I put in the book, it took me the game of networking seven years to write. But by the time it finally published, it was closer to eight years. And this was every single second I could think of any story that related to network marketing, that related to networking in general, what I would do is I would just take that story and go put it in a Google Doc. So at the end, I just had this smorgasbord of all these really good stories, really good ideas, really good insights, and the book just wasn't structured at all. So what I ended up doing was just putting it all together And it was way too long and it was just all over the place and it wasn't structured. So I sat down with my good friend, Woody Woodward. He's written so many books and he just said, look, Rob, we got to create a flow. We got to create a structure. This is a lot of great content, but there's no structure. So he sat down and he challenged me and he challenged me on what's the premise of the book. And I said, the premise of the book is there's all these incredible books on networking, but there's no set laws of do this, do this, do this and you'll be great at networking. He said, well, that's how I feel about your book. I'm like, oh, well, I guess uh, that's what close friends are for, right? They can be brutally honest with you. So we sat down actually at Paradise Bakery for over four hours. And we looked at every chapter and every sub chapter. And what we did is, is we said, okay, what are the main laws that all networkers need? And we were saying, let's take network marketing out of it. Let's just say networking in general. And that's how we came up with the three and a half laws. Truth be told, the reason why I didn't say the four laws is because I thought it was, number one, I thought it was done after the three laws, right? First, the law of likability, then the law of credibility. And then I thought after the law of recallability, I was done. And so I created the last law, which is the half law, the law of profitability. The other reason is, is truth be told, is this is the behind the scenes stuff, right? People in, in these podcasts, is I just thought three and a half was a little bit more catchy than four. Okay, so don't don't shoot me. I just thought it was a little bit more catchy, so that's the reason. So that was a little bit behind the scenes for the book. And then since the book came out, I felt like you know I'd studied it so long, right? And I spent so many hours where I was up till 1 a.m. just studying and trying to communicate everything in the right way. And I'd say something here and I thought, well, someone else is going to misconstrue or communicate this. And then I sent the book to 50 friends of which probably 10 made a lot of edits. And of those 10, there was probably two or three that just made an insane amount of edits, including my wife, who is the best person to help edit my book. Shout out to Mel Atwood. He also did a phenomenal job spending a lot of time editing the book and just going through different things. So since that time, it's been a couple years, I haven't gone back and read my book. And those of you that have written books understand what I'm talking about. It was so fun, so rewarding, yet so painful. So today I was reviewing it just for this podcast, and it was just so fun to bring back all these memories of things that I went through and studied. I mean, literally, some of these subtitles that you read, like just little sections that are paragraphs, I read an entire book to make sure that I was communicating things the right way. Just to give you perspective, I know I went overboard, I went overboard. So today I actually want to talk about one of the parts in the book, and it's one of the sections that talks about credibility. And so we're going to go over that. This will kind of be a unique take that I'll do every so often. 
And in the book, it talks about five different laws to help you out with credibility. And the first law is it talks about time. And it goes in depth. And, you know, the great part is, is there's no fluff in this book because my wife ended up taking out at least a third of the book. And she just said anything that was boring or irrelevant, she just took out. She's like, let's just get straight to the point. I hate long books that, you know, waste time and keep, you know, beating a dead horse. So we did that. You know, some of the parts I thought were good, but happy wife, happy life, right? So I listened to her and I'm really, really grateful, you know, for that. So the first law for credibility is time. Always respect when you're working with someone else. Let's say it's a new prospect. Let's say it's a business partner, whoever it is, whatever it is, respect their time. I can't tell you, for example, I did a a training for a team, love their team, told them that I had 30 minutes and, you know, then I said I had to go. And then it was one last question. One last question ended up being, you know, 45 minutes. That wasn't respecting my time, right? So it's not that I'm more important than anyone else. It's we're all equal in that sense. Let's respect each other's time because it's the most valuable thing that we have. Same thing is you're going to be late to an appointment. <laughs> you better, right? I don't care if it's a Zoom appointment, a webinar appointment, or if it's offline appointment. Text the person before and let them know beforehand right? Respect their time. So the first law is a law of time. There's so many different directions that we could go there. The second law is a law of success. Now, this is where it it can get a little bit more complicated. And the reason is, is because a lot of you feel like, yeah, but I haven't had any success yet, right? And you're like, so how do I talk about it? Well, in network marketing, what I'm going to say is, is this, One of the best ways that you can get better at sponsoring or recruiting is learn how to tell your story to yourself properly. What do I mean by that? I'll give you an example. Really good friends. We sat down for about an hour. It's a really, really close friend. And I could tell just by his countenance and I could tell just by the story he was telling me, he kept telling me, and he's probably listening to this, so I won't drop any names, but he was telling me that he was good at sales. At the same time, he kept contradicting everything that he was saying. He was telling me that he wasn't that successful and said, but Rob, I don't have a story like yours to draw from yet and on and on and on. So he kept contradicting what he wanted to believe and what he really believed. So we had to sit down and really just revamp his story. He had started several different companies, one of which was extremely successful for his specific profession. And so with that specific story. I said, look, what are, what story are you telling yourself? I don't understand it. You start another company that, yeah, you could say it was a failure, but how many people are willing to start a company? And you had many successes in there. So you're just drawing from the conclusion that you ended up shutting down that company. I said, you did door-to-door sales and you were a top 10 rookie. So we went on and on and on. I'm like, look, you have so many different successes to draw from, but the story you're telling yourself is you've never made the money that you really wanted to make. You've never made huge money, but I said, you've had so many different successes, but what's the story you're telling yourself? So what you can do is learn to draw from past successes and make sure you're telling yourself the right story. So for me, let me give an example. When I started out in network marketing, I knew I had no success in network marketing. So guess what I did? I sold my success, not in network marketing. I sold my success in tennis right? I played collegiate tennis. So I sold the success that I was the type of person that was willing to do whatever it took. I understood success principles. I ran a tennis club. 
So I sold that as success and credibility. So for all of you, or most of you, I should say, you've got something you can draw from, something that you've been successful in. And then the next thing is, is just learn to retell your story. So for me, I could go through in my whole network marketing journey, I could tell you a million different failures. But instead, those same failures, I could spin them and talk about them as huge successes. I started on the network marketing profession, right? Number one recruiter out of a million distributors. But I could also tell the story, and I do, but how I made less than $400 for you know, my fifth month in the business and I was working 80 hours a week. So yes, as you have more success, it's important to share the failures, especially because now everybody knows you're crazy successful. But the problem is, is for those of you that haven't arrived financially yet, what you're doing is, is you're in your mind, you're just sharing the failures and you're not sharing the achievements or the learning lessons or the success that you've had. So you got to learn to tell and retell the story and your story and that sort of thing. The other thing is, is what you can do is, is you're doing this and this would be the third law is leverage other people's success. So you're starting on your network marketing company. Great. Guess what? You probably have somebody on your team that's had crazy success. Maybe it's a leader. We use the term upline. I hate that. Why don't we just say leader, right? But everybody understands the term upline. So you can use that upline leader. Let's say your company's had a lot of success. You can leverage your company. Let's say your products have a ton of credibility. You can leverage that. So stop making yourself the issue, right? I just told you how you don't have to make yourself the issue and you can leverage some past success that you've had. But then the other thing is you can leverage other people's success. So learn to leverage other people's success. The fourth law is the law of commitment. And guys, if you have not yet bought the book, The Game of Networking, go get it. You can listen to it at two times speed on Audible and listen to my chipmunk voice. You can go buy the book. It's, I don't know what it is, 109 pages or so. You'll, you'll skim through it really quick, but you're going to want to come back and study it and take notes. I promise you it will help you out tremendously in your business. So the fourth law is the law of commitment. And you may say, yeah, I'm committed, I'm committed. Well, guess what? Why don't you sell that commitment? So you haven't quite yet had any success yet in network marketing. So what? If you're talking to someone that's a potential business prospect, why not sell your commitment? Let me give you an example. So let's say your goal is to make $2,000 a month. Now insert whatever your goal is, whether it's much, much higher or it's much, much lower to each their own. Insert your goal. So you're talking to someone you feel like you don't have any credibility. I'm going to sell my commitment. I'm going to sell, look, my goal is to make $2,000 a month because, fill in the blank, because I want to be able to take my family on vacations every single year and I'm sick and tired of stressing out about family vacations because I know life is all about the memories we create. My favorite quote is, die with memories, not with dreams. And my goal is to do that within a year to make that kind of money. But it may take me two or three years, but I'm willing to do whatever it takes. I'm going to make it happen. So again, what I'm doing is I'm selling my commitment, right? I'm making it a real story. I'm selling, you know, why as well, not just the what, but I'm selling the why. Now, of course, now we want to get deeper. We want to figure out why they would be interested. You know, why do they want residual income? Why would they want time freedom? What is it going to help them? Is it going to help them to 
get out of debt? Is it going to help them to get a spouse out of their job? Is it going to help them to do humanitarian trips? Is it going to help them to travel the world? Is it going to help them? Whatever it is, we want to figure out what that is. But feel the, do you feel the power of that? Me selling my commitment? So too many of you make yourself the issue, but I haven't had success yet. And I just taught you how to retell your story. I just taught you how to leverage other people's success. I just taught you how to sell your commitment. So same thing. Some of you are listening. Maybe you've been in three different network marketing companies. You've never had any success. And now you're in your fourth company. You're thinking, oh my goodness, nobody's going to want to listen to me. Well, first off, stop with the negative self-talk. There have been people that have been in more companies than you. My good friend Jordan Adler, who wrote the book Beach Money, He's been in, I think, 11 plus companies where he made no money at all. And now he's made millions upon millions upon millions of dollars. So stop making yourself the issue. Just look at it as as each failure isn't a failure. It's learning lessons and getting you closer to learning more about yourself, learning how to commit and making things happen. So what I would do is I would sell that. If you're talking to somebody that knows you've been in three companies and in your mind, you feel like they're looking at you like you're a jumper and you just don't commit, then just call them out on it. And that's the fifth law is the law of honesty. But just say it. Say, look, I know I've been in three different companies. I know I haven't stuck to those companies. I know I haven't stuck to my commitment. I know I got really excited and then I just moved on really quickly. And I know that. And I'm sick and tired of not committing. I'm sick and tired of having a dream and not making it happen. So this time I've made the commitment that I'm going to see this thing through. And a year from now, you can call me and I'll still be doing this and I'm going to do whatever it takes. So again, you got to believe it. You can't just say it. You got to make sure that you believe that. Otherwise, it absolutely will not work. But if you believe it, there's so much power in these laws. So I'm teaching the laws of credibility, right? As I get to go back and review my book since it's been two years. I know that's totally crazy, right? And I'm finishing right now my second book, which should be out who knows when. Early next year is the goal. The second book took me a year. So I'm making progress. People are making progress, but I'm really excited about that one as well as I attack all the different fears that we have in network marketing and how to overcome those fears. So I don't just give you ideas. I don't just give you, you know, things and issues that we have, problems. I also give you results and how to get those results and give you tasks. And so that's been a process and a project, but it's been a ton of fun creating this second book. So I'm really excited and passionate about that. But hopefully you guys got the game of networking. Go to Amazon. If you don't, you can find the game of networking book there. It will help you out tremendously in your business. So if you haven't already, please go smash the subscribe button so you don't miss any of the latest and greatest podcasts. And again, as always, I know I keep telling you this, but that's because many of you are new subscribers and the old subscribers, many of you still haven't quite yet left that review. If you could, please go take the time. It'll only take you a minute or two minutes. Please go leave a review. I would appreciate it. I read them. I go through them. It makes a huge difference. So thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, until the next podcast.